Welcome to the all-new season of my podcast. Thank God we completed our first year. This is very, very exciting, and I want to thank all the listeners and all the contributors um, for joining us on this journey. We've had uh, many thousands of listens so far, and uh, I hope it continues to grow. Please continue to share this with your friends if you enjoy this, and please let me know. I just got a message from someone yesterday that he's been listening to my podcast for an entire year, and he's shared it with many friends and gotten many other people to follow. So that means a lot to me to hear that because I don't really know who's out there and who's listening. So please feel free to let me know if you're enjoying this. GavrielHaran at gmail.com. <clears throat> All right. So this new season, <clears throat> we've undertaken to do something a little bit different. I try to challenge myself each year with a slightly different theme. So this year, we're going to try to attempt to discuss a mitzvah from each week's Parsha, each week's Torah portion. That means a uh, commandment, one of the, something practical, a little bit practical, but we're going to try to take a spiritual angle to a certain mitzvah from the Parsha, and uh, almost every Parsha in the Torah does have, contain a mitzvah, some sort of a commandment. So I've, uh, the, the title of this segment, which is going to be the short version, we always every week do a longer version, which is a, a Zoom class. Um, that you're all welcome to join. That's at this uh, currently at Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. You can find the link on RageUSA.com/online/classes. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. And then we always and that's a that's a longer 45-minute to an hour class. We record that and that this year we're calling that the guide to existence. And then we're also doing a short version of a synopsis, which is going to be in this version, which is called the mitzvah infusion, which will be between 10 and 5 minutes. I'll try to keep it on the short side as much as possible. And uh, the image I've chosen for this uh, for this podcast is a picture of someone lighting a candle. And the reason for that is because the it says in um, in the book of Mishle, I believe, the book of um, parables, I think it's called in, in, in English, by King Solomon, Ner Mitzvah V'Torah Or. The, a, a, a mitzvah is compared to a candle and the Torah is compared to light. Why is a mitzvah compared to a candle? Because mitzvahs are divine actions. They are, the word mitzvah means commandment, but the the deeper meaning of the word mitzvah is that it's related to the word safsa, which means connection. A mitzvah is a, an act that brings us closer to God, that brings more spirituality into the world, and it literally lights up the world and lights up your soul. So when a person does a mitzvah, when a person does an act of divinity, they're literally bringing light into this world. So this week's Parsha, we begin the Torah with Barashah's Genesis, and we talk about the creation of human beings and the world. And the, the first mitzvah given to Adam, the first human beings, is the mitzvah of Puru which means to be fruitful and multiply, to have children. Why is this the first mitzvah? And I believe that this mitzvah has within it a paradigm for all the other mitzvahs in the Torah and ultimately for the purpose of creation. So we find in Jewish sources basically three different explanations for why the world was created, why we exist. Explanation 
number one, and perhaps the most, the big picture explanation is that God created the world in order to share goodness with others. And we are the recipients of that goodness as the only beings in the universe that have free will, possessing both body and soul that want very different things. Our body, which is drawn to the physical, our soul, which is drawn to the spiritual. We have the ability to choose which we listen to and ultimately to have the ability to uplift the physical so that the number one purpose for existence is to experience connection, connection to others, but ultimately connection to God. And that that is the greatest possible pleasure because it's an experience of expansion of self, of connection to the infinite, of connection to oneness. There is no greater pleasure than connection to oneness and transcendence. That's really what everyone is looking for in life. Everyone, whether you're running after money or experiences or fame or sports or accomplishments or relationships, we're all looking to experience the beauty and harmony that that happens when things come together in perfect unity. We're all looking for oneness, and we can explain that uh, at another time in more depth. But right now, just suffice it to say that the, 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 the explanation given in Kabbalah is that God created the world in order to share, in order to give, because God is absolute perfection, does not need anything. The only thing that perfection seeks is to share that perfection. As it says in the Zohar, that that true goodness only exists if you do good. So God desired to do good, which is to share the greatest possible pleasure with other, which includes all types of pleasure, but ultimately the greatest possible pleasures that we should experience being like God. And that brings us to answer number two, which is why we were created. What's the meaning of life? And that is that we should become godlike that we should get to experience the greatness that God experiences. Is that really what it means to be close to God? Because you can't be close to the infinite. When it comes to intellectual ideas or spirituality, which does not exist in the physical world, you can't be close to something that's not physical. Closeness in proximity only exists in the physical world. But in the spiritual world, closeness means being similar to. And so the second explanation given is that God created the world in us in order that we should experience closeness to him by becoming like him. And therefore, it is, uh, and this is probably the most well-known explanation of the meaning of life according to Jews, that we should perfect ourselves. We should get as close to perfect as possible by refining our characters and by emulating God's characters of kindness and compassion and ultimately in relationship to the world, the number one or maybe number two, top two uh, um, expressions of God to us in this world is the relationship of creator, because God creates us, and the relationship of giver, because God is the ultimate giver. And so as we learn to refine ourselves, we focus first and foremost of transcending our selfish, animalistic nature and learning to be a giver, learning to put others before ourselves in, in many ways or to more, perhaps better put, to expand our sense of self to include others. And number two, ultimately to learn how to create, to create, to create goodness, to help create the world, to perfect ourselves in the world. 
Okay, so that's answer number two. And answer number three, which uh, comes from the Talmud, but is expressed most uh, significantly in the writings of the Chabad Hasidic uh, traditions, the Balatanya and the Tanya, it says that the purpose of life is that God desired to create a dirabatachtonim, which means a dwelling place below, that God wants to exist in the lowest place, and he wants us to be the emissaries to reveal him in the lowest physical world. So it's uh, it's no um, it's not so unique that God has spiritual beings and angels that recognize his, his unity. But what is unique is when a human being reveals God in the physical, in a place where God is hidden, that is truly remarkable. And that is our ultimate job in this world is to bring spirituality into physicality. So now let's take a look at how these three ideas are encapsulated in the mitzvah of being fruitful and multiplying. The idea of creating children is the most spiritual thing a human being can ever do. It's the most godlike thing a human being is capable of doing is creating life. And when, when a person has children, it is the most uh, sublime experience you will ever have because you literally uh, give life. The Talmud says that human beings have three partners. They have a mother, they have a father, and they have God who, who brings the two together and actually provides the soul. Just as it says in this week's Torah portion that God took the dirt and Adam was created from dirt and then God breathed into him a, a spark, a living soul, a piece of God himself. So the having children is the most sublime creative thing we can do because it takes literally a soul and puts it into a body. Just like we said that the goal is to create a dwelling place below to bring spirituality into physicality. That's exactly what happens when a person creates life. And as we said, furthermore, that a human being is created ultimately for pleasure. So as we know, this area is the most pleasurable area of the physical world, but it's also the most pleasurable area of the emotional world because when two people come together in, in love, in true harmony, there's no greater emotional experience. But if you take it to a higher level and you bring in the intellectual and the spiritual, when two people are bonded in a bond of unity, of spirituality, of spiritual commitment through marriage. So it's not only a bond of love, but it's also learning to make another person's needs your needs. It's a coming together of two to become one. It's the greatest expression of unity that can exist in this world is through the, the bond of marriage and connection to another person. And ultimately, the experience of having children is also the greatest pleasure that a person can experience in this world of seeing your uh, giving over your values to another and seeing the eternality of passing down to the next generation. So ultimately, this experience of having children and this commandment embodies within it all three aspects of of the that, that are brought down in Judaism, Jewish tradition of the meaning of life, which is learning to be godlike, to be a giver, to put another person's needs before your own, learning to perfect yourself and connect to others, to become godlike, to emulate the divine by becoming a creator 
not only a giver, but also a creator. And finally, to bring spirituality into physicality and all the while while gaining the ultimate pleasure that's possible on life. Wishing you a beautiful Shabbos. I apologize. I went two minutes and 20 seconds overtime, but we'll try to keep it shorter in the upcoming weeks.